to the Slay Girl Slay podcast, a space created for women of color who are fearless in their pursuit of getting anything and everything she wants out of life. This audio series was created for every woman who is on the verge of her come up, creating her own vibe and transforming her life. Sit down with me, grab your earphones, turn me up in your cars, and let's have some well overdue girl chat. I'm your host, Ashley Legs, and this is the Slay Girl Slay podcast. Hey, boo. Welcome back to the Slay Girl Slay podcast. I hope you had a beautiful weekend. Happy Monday. Welcome to a new week. As we say on Instagram and Facebook, new week, new goals. So I want you to be mindful today of what needs to get done this week and prioritize your schedule around those goals. I have a few things that I've been putting off week after week after week. So this week I am dedicating myself to getting the job done. This week, I wanted to talk with you about the most difficult form of multitasking, in my opinion, which is balancing your nine to five job and also a brand or business that you are working on. I have always had a nine to five. And when I was building my first personal blog ever, Her Royal Highness, I did everything while working over 50 plus hours a week. I know a lot of women now balance a nine to five plus whatever their passion project is, but I also know that there are a lot of women who do not in fear that they can't balance both and still just relying on creating that one stream of income. So I hope that with a few tips I'm providing today that you can either tweak the system you have with balancing, maybe your system is perfect. And if that's the case, don't touch it, boo. But I just know that the more I knew how other girls out there were working and getting the job done, the better it helped me. So again, use this as a resource, as I always say. Use some of my tips, use all of my tips. You don't have to use any of my tips. Either way, use this as a resource. And if you aren't one of my girls that's currently balancing a passion project, but you really, really want to, and you're just not sure how, This one is for you, boo. I think that there are three key components of balancing your nine to five in your brand or business or passion project that truly can make it work. And that's with sufficient planning, staying organized, and of course, probably the most important to me, which is having a system. And some of you are like, well, Ash, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to balance something like this with my job. And um, some of you are moms and you have children at home. And first, the first thing I would say would be to look where there are gaps of downtime where you aren't working, right? Or your attention isn't on something. So weekends, nights, if you work business hours, mornings, if you work nights, lunch breaks, 15 minute breaks throughout the day, maybe when your children are asleep. Everyone has a set amount of downtime every week that can be utilized to work on your brand or your business. The caveat is the downtime will no longer be downtime and you'll have to work. So there will be a sacrifice that you'll have to make. What was once your Friday night drinks with the girls might now have to be Friday night over your computer cranking out work uh, for the brand or for the business. What Saturday or Sunday brunch used to be can now be Sunday spent with some food at home getting work done on your couch. So it's not pretty. It's not fun. There's nothing fun about working two jobs really, but 
I was never one to quit one job without having some financial security in my next job. And my nine to five funded all of my expenses for the Her Royal Highness blog, like photo shoots and clothes and events. I needed to work that nine to five, but I had to sacrifice my downtime to make the blog work. So once you have your downtime identified, you need a plan and you have to ask yourself, what is your end game for this year? What's your end game for this month or this week even? What steps do you need to take? And let's say if you're writing a book and this is just for example or a script or maybe you're looking into launching an online boutique, what are all the steps that need to be taken from start to finish and write that down? Don't worry if you forget something because there's a 100% chance that over the course of time, you will be adding things to that to-do list that you didn't even know you needed to be adding in the first place. So write down as far as you can think and start thinking of how you can organize that. So for example, if I wanted to get nine blog posts done within the next month, I knew I needed to book photo shoots, purchase new looks, brainstorm and write blog topics, generate links that produce income, create a marketing plan for each blog post, and then a post marketing plan for after everything was posted. So based on my list of things I had to do, I prioritized what needed to come first. Once you can gather what you need to do in order, then break it down by the amount of time you need to get each task done. So if I knew I had to shoot nine looks, I would book my photographer probably in two sessions and do five looks in the first session and four looks in the second session, knowing that that will take several hours. I tried to do those on the weekends because that's when I had the most time. Then knowing I needed to actually sit down and do some writing, I tried to utilize my weeknights to get a few blog posts done every week. I knew that I valued my free time during the week a little more than the free time on the weekends. And that's just me personally. So I tried to book my my weekend time up as much as I could. Then I started to add the lighter action items to my weeknights. Does that make sense? So you prioritize the task you need to get done and the downtime, you are more likely to actually get those tasks done. And now you have a schedule. So next, you 100% need to stay organized. Your real work life cannot spill into your brand or business or passion project and vice versa. So you have to be able to stay as organized as possible. One major thing I do is use a whiteboard at home. And y'all know, y'all know how I feel about my whiteboards. (laughs) I love my whiteboard. I always talk about the whiteboards. I also have planners and notebooks, which I love, but I just do a better job of seeing what my week looks like if I can actually see it in my line of vision when I'm in my apartment. So based on what I have coming up for the week ahead at work, I write that down, let's say in black. And then for the blog or for Slay Girl Slay or whatever, I would write that down in a different color. So I knew that they were separate when I looked at it as a whole. And I would break it down by day, which essentially it becomes a system. Mondays, I had team meetings, but Mondays were also my day to generate links. Tuesdays, I had a bunch of administrative tasks to do in my inbox at my job, but that was also my day to create my marketing plan. 
Wednesdays were light at work. So since I knew I wouldn't have much to do, I piled on a little more for the brand and did a little extra than what I would normally do. Thursdays and Fridays were extremely busy in the office. So one of those days I do nothing and give myself time away from the brand. But the other I dedicated to drafting blog posts. Weekends were spent photo shooting, social media planning, and making sure my next week was as organized as it could be. I was listening to an episode on NPR's Code Switch called The Women Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. And when I say I was tapped in from the moment I pressed play, when we think about the bus boycott, we think about Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King, but we never really learned how this bus boycott was organized. But in this episode, you hear directly from the many women who organized for months and did what it took to make this bus boycott happen. And y'all, I was locked in the entire time. If you're interested in hearing more stories like this, you have to check out NPR's podcast. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Stories of joy, stories of resilience, stories that are distinct and varied and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. So, as someone that has textured and curly hair, I'm excited to share Clairol's Textures and Tones came out with a permanent color range specifically for curly and coily hair types. Say hello to the improved formula and new look while preserving curls and shine. With 12 shades of brilliant intense color, no ammonia, and stacked with argon and olive oil to deliver some much needed moisture and vibrancy to your hair. So if you're my girl that likes a little color to spice up your look from time to time, the new Clairol Textures and Tomes was designed with texture and color specialists, and it was created with you in mind. Clairol's mission is simple, to make every woman feel beautiful and confident and help her live colorfully through accessible and easy to use products. Save your time and your money and give yourself a new hairdo because it's not the hair color you were born with, but the hair color you were meant to be. Clairol, it is so me. The thing with staying organized is There are so many moving pieces when you're working a nine to five and working on your business at the same time. You don't want to start slipping up at work because then your performance will go down. You don't want to have to your brand because then what's the point of doing all this work anyway if you're going to be half-assing it? So staying organized is key and knowing where everything is at once is important because you don't want to slack on either ends. Systems are important because it leaves little room for excuses to not get it done. If you know every Monday is dedicated to this certain task, then without a doubt, every Monday, you should be working on that task. If I know every Sunday is dedicated to putting up a podcast, then Sundays are my podcast day, without a doubt. And when something else comes up, say I get invited out to brunch or a friend invites me out to dinner or let's just say I'm tired and I don't feel like doing anything, 
I know going into the week that by Sunday, a podcast needs to be up. So if a friend is inviting me out Sunday or Sunday, I need a break. I'm going to do my podcast on Saturday or Friday so that by Sunday, regardless if I'm working or not, the podcast is done and it's up. Is that helpful? There is no task too small when it comes to your game plan. You should have created this a few months ago, obviously. And if you are working full time, there is no reason you shouldn't be able to knock that game plan down into smaller chunks and start achieving some small goals while still working a nine to five. And let's be real, y'all. You will be tired. You'll be frustrated some days because you just want a break. And some days you just don't feel like doing it. Some days your nine to five will be so taxing that all you want to do is just get into bed under the covers and watch a Netflix movie. Trust me, I have been there before. But the beauty in it all is that you can absolutely do that. It won't be perfect. Some days you'll be super organized and everything will be planned and you'll be grooving with your system and it's great, peaches and rainbows. But then there might be a week where it's just not working the way you planned and things keep coming up at work where you can't get your other tasks done the way that you want it to. And that's okay too. As long as you can stay committed to it and on those off days, you're like, okay, didn't get this chapter done tonight, but I, I need to get this chapter done within the next two days. You're good. Keep that commitment going. I, I, I didn't get this application done for this last night, but I have some downtime today to get it done. So I'm going to sacrifice because I'm not too busy at work and I'm going to get it done. That no matter what happens, no matter how many times I didn't hit my actual mark, I didn't hit my target that I set out to hit, I'm still going to get the job done. I'm still going to excel at work. I'm still going to get the work done for the brand. And then before you know it, you're months into this and you've really found your groove and you now know how to make balancing a nine to five and your brand or business or your passion project work for you. Just this weekend, I had several things I needed to get done, but I was really tired. I had nothing to give. So I did what I could turned the computer off and laid on the couch and watched a movie. I got some sleep. I woke up the next morning and cranked out the rest of the work that I needed to get done. My last piece of advice, I just thought of small piece of advice, but will carry you a long way. Keep your mouth shut. Don't go telling everyone at work what you're working on, what you're doing in your free time, and that you have this amazing thing that you're working on. No. Keep your mouth shut. The people you work with shouldn't even know you have a side hustle or that you're working on a business in your free time until it's really time for them to know, which in my opinion is when you're leaving that nine to five to work for whatever it is you're working on full time. The less people know about you, the better. The less people can say about you, the less your name comes up in conversations of gossip between people who really don't know what they're talking about anyway, the better. Keep it quiet. Move in silence and get the job done. It won't be perfect, boo, but it will be done. You will be tired, but you can always sit down and catch a nap. Some days you'll be feeling like a boss. Other days you'll feel like a crazy person. But this is the sacrifice you need to make because success is nothing without hard work, commitment, determination, and the sacrifice of putting in the time to get it done. We all want the big bills in the bank and the bragging rights to say we did it, but nobody wants to do the dirty work. 
This is the dirty work, boo. So don't be afraid to get dirty and let's do this. All right, you guys, that wraps us up for this week. I would much appreciate it if you guys would leave a comment in the comment section with your thoughts on the Slay Girl Slay podcast and even more if you would subscribe. Send me an email with any topics or feedback on today's podcast. You can always find us on Instagram or Facebook at Slay Girl Slay or come visit us on our website at www.slaygirlslay.com. Until next week, we will chat soon. Peace.